Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hey chickens, it's the fabulous Adam Richard. We are up to episode three of Spearhead from Space. And we're getting hardcore Auton action. All right, chickens, it is the third episode of John Pertwee's tenure as the Doctor, a spearhead from space part three. Um, we get a recap of the young bloke that's broken into the plastic factory being menaced by the man in the boiler suit with the plastic face. Um, his hand hinges open and he's got like a weird hole and a gun looking thing in there and it's literally a handgun. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not in charge of the puns. They just happen. Uh, anyway, he's... Uh, Gets shot, he gets out of the way just in time, and then trots effeminately down the stairs. Um, meanwhile, General Scobie, whatever his name is, is coming past. Uh, so, old mate Plastic Face ducks back into the building a bit. He's wearing a lovely cravat for a uh, weird shop dummy with a boiler suit on. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, the young guy is kind of hiding quite obviously behind a wall, like, oh, what am I? Oh! Uh, the general goes to shake hands with a creepy bloke who just tucks his hand behind his back. He does not want him to feel his clammy plastic paws. Um, I know what's going on here. Uh, the general wants to see the statue before it's sent to Madame Two Swords. Ooh, they're making a Madame Two Swords statue. Nice. Um, did they say that last episode? They were just measuring his head and stuff. Uh, so the young bloke climbs over the fence and runs away. Uh, and then the creepy bloke is uh, in that room that where the guy just came out with the plastic face and the giant jumpsuit. And he's like, oh, I'm going to send an auton to kill him. Uh, his name's Ransom, apparently now. He's got a name. Uh, Ransom goes running into a field, screams and collapses like 
this guy has gone, you know what? I'm never going to get to play Leah or Hamlet. This is my moment. <laughs> and what a moment it is. Like, ah! Uh, meanwhile, the poacher and his wife are having a narky conversation about the soldier that was killed over the meteorite. Um, and, it's, you know, basically going, oh, if you've got one of those balls, you can get your neck snapped. Like, the oh, yeah, we get it. He's got a ball. Um, and he's, meanwhile, trying to pack his pipe. And it's seriously, why are these two married? They hate each other. Um, it's very strange. Uh, then we're in the unit tent and Ransom is uh, having a nervous breakdown. Uh, well, a hammy nervous breakdown. Um, he dribbles tea all over himself. Like, uh, uh, I can't drink the tea. I can't... Uh, uh, like, it's all over his face. It's weird. It's like a really strange scene. Um, <laughs> I know, it's nuts. Uh, meanwhile, Liz and the Doctor uh, can't work out what this meteorite stuff is made out of. Um, and the doctor's like, well, that's because of all your primitive equipment. Uh, and she's got, I've got a laser, I've got a spectrograph, I've got a micron probe. <laughs> I don't even know what they are. Uh, he goes, well, we need a, la a lateral molecular rectifier. Uh, and she uh, then laughs at him because he reckons he's got a whole laboratory in his TARDIS. Um, and he's like, look, why don't you get the key off the Brigadier and I'll show you. I've got full laboratory in there. Uh, she's like, yeah, right. Meanwhile, the poacher goes to visit the unit soldiers in their tent. I don't know why they're in a tent, uh, but that's where they are. Um, he wants to know if there's a reward for the Thunderballs, I calls them, uh, which is what he's calling the meteorites. Uh, meanwhile, the creepy bloke at the plastic factory says, the Auton has lost ransom. Um, I don't know how. He was not running very fast or very far. Uh, then apparently the lost energy unit they're looking for, the meteorite, is the Swarm Leader. Uh, now Ransom is having his nervous breakdown ham acting moment in front of the Brigadier. He's, it's, he's got a whole episode and he's going for it. Um, Liz arrives, uh, and she wants to talk to the Brigadier. He's got, there's other things going on, Liz. So while he's interrogating Ransom, she steals the doctor TARDIS key. Um, so the doctor goes into the TARDIS and the Brig turns up and goes, oh, you know, we won't see him again now. He's got that key. He'll take off. Um, the TARDIS makes like the taking off sound, but then it sounds not well. And the door opens and lots of smoke comes out. And Liz is furious that the Doctor tricked her. And he's like, I just can't bear being tied to one planet at one time. And apparently the Time Lords have changed his dematerialization code, so he's furious. Uh, the poacher's wife is looking for him in the shed. He's not there, so she pulls out his big locked box and finds his glowing thing. Um... Meanwhile, Ransom tells the Doctor and Liz, who are now in with the Brigadier, the, that the, he thinks that the guy at the factory, the creepy guy's name is Channing, uh, that he's hypnotised the guy that runs the factory. And so the Doctor's like, well, we should go there. Uh, the poacher wants money for his meteorite. He's in the tent now. Uh, and the his wife has opened the trunk and the Auton is, has heard it. He's just wandering the forest in his plastic head and jumpsuit and goes, Ooh, uh, <laughs> I can hear a bling, bling, bling. So the doctor, the brigadier and Liz and Ransom uh, all arrive in the tent. Uh, and they've decided they go to the poacher's house. I don't know why they needed to go. That scene seems pointless. Uh, Mrs. Poacher is putting the ball away again and she can hear the dog barking. She tells it to be quiet and then it whimpers and she hears a crash from the house. 
Um, so she goes in the house and she finds the Auton in there uh, and she screams at it and then runs out to the shed very slowly. Uh, <laughs> she's loading up a shotgun as the Auton slowly comes to what a lot of slow walking this episode. Um, she says, get back or I'll blow a hole in you. Uh, so she shoots it twice and it keeps coming. Um, next thing, creepy face says, we must find it. Uh, Mrs. Poacher looks dead. She's on the ground, and the Auton is then smashing up her kitchen still. Oh, the poor love. Uh, and then finally it goes into the shed. Then the brigadier and everyone arrive. Uh, they crawl around through the carnage, go out the back door, and there's the Auton. So they start shooting at it, and the Auton's shooting at them. And then the old mate is like, uh, recall, recall. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, the Auton runs off into the <laughs> into the bushes. Um, he's like, the swarm leader has been taken by the unit soldiers. Uh, Liz says the wife is okay. Poacher lady is fine. She just needs to go to the hospital. Uh, the doctor is fascinated by the glowing ball, of course. Um, and he says the metal of the trunk must have been hiding the signal. Uh, Channing Creepyface orders total destruction of Ransom. And then we see the Auton cut a hole in the tent. And then he shoots at Ransom. And Ransom, with his hand gun, uh, Ransom falls off his tent and explodes into a giant ball of smoke and then completely disappears. Uh, and then Brigadier's like, well, how did he get out? And they're like, he couldn't have walked past me. He goes, well, he went out the back way. He cut his way out. And then the doctor's like, no, 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 someone cut their way in. And they're like, he must be at the factory. So they go to the factory. Uh, the factory boss is laughing, going, oh, Ransom's told you a story, hasn't he? He's obviously made this up because we fired him. He wanted to put electronics in the plastics and that would never take off. I hate to tell you, mate, that will take off a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Well, <laughs> By the way, while they're at the factory, they're standing there and the guy with the creepy face, Channing, kind of is looking at the brigadier through like this weird glass. <laughs> just like pulls away and his face just, it's a really weird scene. I don't know why they did it. I think the director's just gone, oh, that looks weird. Let's film that. Um, so the factory boss is like, oh yeah, we make shop mannequins now more than dollies. That's our thing. Even though his room's full of dollies. Uh, he's like, yeah, we make shop mannequins. And the doctor's like, can they move? And he's like, well, they're flexible. Uh, that's why we've captured the market with our styles. Um, at the lab, uh, the doctor is wiring up the meteorite. They've just they've left the plastic factory. Obviously, they're satisfied. Um, he's measuring mental activity and there's some sort of intelligence, he reckons, inside the globe. Uh, the brig gets a phone call from General Scobie. He wants to know if anything weird happened at the plastic factory. And the general's like, no, no, oh, it's, uh, well, uh, yes, yes. Uh, then there's a knock at his door. So he's like, all right, I better go, Stuart. Uh, he goes to the door and it's him. But he's plastic. Oh. And he comes in slowly and he faces himself and you can hear the general scope go, no, no. Uh, that's the end. That's uh, it's a bit of a dull cliffhanger. We've only met General Scobie once. It's going to be, a, I mean, he must be important. He's going to be a Madame Tussauds, apparently. Anyway, uh, one more left. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.